This is Corncod One of Paleoconservative on Steroids. Today I'm going to be talking a little bit about leftist mind games. Uh, and in particular, the use of anti-Semitic tropes in order to forbid the use of certain terms and phrases. I noticed about... Uh, and the main two words that they're pro- they're prohibiting people from talking about is they're prohib number one they're prohibiting any mention of George Soros by anyone and condemning any mention or any criticism of George Soros as being anti-Semitic. The second thing that they're doing is they're trying to demonize the term globalist. And that anyone who declares himself to be an anti-globalist is, is by their very nature, anti-Semitic. And so both these issues are kind of united. You know, about a year ago, I started seeing uh, articles out of the Western European press, you know, mainly, uh, mainly out of England, where they were declaring any criticism of George Soros as being, by its very nature, anti-Semitic. Now, number one, that's ridiculous. Uh, George Soros' chief critic in the world, Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, is certainly no anti-Semite. He visits he visits Israel and meets with his friend regularly, Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel. Uh, incidentally, it's kind of interesting. Benjamin Netanyahu hates George Soros, a fellow Jew, uh, which is which is also very interesting. There, uh, there's bad blood between these two men, and they hate each other rather intensely. And so I guess then Benjamin Netanyahu is an anti-Semite. Recently on the Lou Dobbs television program uh, on the Fox network, there was a guest by the name of Farrell from a conservative organization called Judicial Watch. And in the course of his interview with Dobbs, he referred to uh, the State Department is Soros-occupied territory in that it's full of leftists who are not loyal to, pres- to their president, President Trump. And when the interview came out, it was condemned by executives from Fox News for being anti-Semitic. They say, oh, he's using anti-Semitic dog whistling. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There are people who are anti-Semitic or critical of the Jews, uh, like myself, who are anti-globalists. There are people who are very fond of the Jewish people, who are indeed even Zionists, who are anti, who are anti-globalist and anti-Soros. And there have been, for a long time in politics in the United States, people that are very Jew-friendly, but also anti-globalist. One person I could, I could mention is Alex Jones. Alex, Alex Jones is pro-Israel, 
And he's anti-Soros and anti-globalist. Uh, the, probably the biggest example I could give you is the John Birch Society. Now, I'm not a member of the John Birch Society, but I've been reviewing their materials for years. And they've never been critical of Jewish people in any way, shape, manner, or form. But they are definitely, and to their credit, anti-globalists. So there's all kinds of anti-globalists and anti-Soros people in the world. And they're not automatically anti-Semitic. You know, it's a way that the left is using, and in particular, the Levantine left in the United States, to shut down any criticism of globalism and to shut down any criticism of globalism's best friend, the financier George Soros. You know, I think it's very uh, indicative of the fact that George Soros does indeed control the left in the United States. Uh, if you want, if you if you want to look look at this in detail, just think of the revelations two years ago of the emails that were that were that were sent to Julian Assange, the emails at the Democratic National Committee headquarters. And, you know, which the man who, who, who handed over the, the emails to Assange was a man by the name of Mark Rich, who was later murdered by the Democrats. Um, and if you look at those emails, all throughout, all through all of them is so many sentences. Is this going to be all right with Mr. Soros? Is George Soros going to be okay with this? Better check with George Soros if we can do this or that. George Soros stands as the head of the extreme left, not only in Western Europe and in Eastern Europe, but in the United States as well. He's a colossus. And so the left, number one, likes to likes to deny it. They refer to him as a philanthropist. He's not a phil phil philanthropist. He's a, he's a political activist. And he's not a nice man. He caused, you know, about 10 years ago, he single-handedly destroyed the economy of Thailand. You know, he's supposed to be a leftist. He's supposed to like third worlders, right? Well, he certainly didn't like the people of Thailand. He did a currency transaction re relating to, to the Thai currency, which, like, overnight destroyed the Thai economy. I mean, it's a particular, particularly cruel thing to do, is for a single man with a single currency transaction to completely destroy the, uh, the economy of a country, even a third world country. I mean, that's terrible. You know, and only in recent years have they been able to sort of get out from under what happened in like one day. So George Soros is a terrible man. But perhaps even more terrible is the fact that now all criticism of George Soros is now labeled as anti-Semitic. 
Now, I noticed that started happening about a year ago. I started seeing articles out of British newspapers and other Western European press that any time anybody criticized Soros, uh, they were referred, it was referred to as being an anti-Semitic act. Now, it's kind of interesting, you know, Viktor Orban, who's probably the greatest enemy of Soros in the world, the Prime Minister of Hungary, uh, you know, they're calling him an anti-Semite. Now, it's kind of interesting. Mr. Orban is married to a Jewish woman, number one, a convert to Christianity, God bless her. Uh, number two, he recently made a very friendly visit to Israel and visited with uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The interesting thing about it is, is there's another enemy of George Soros here, and that's the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu. He hates Soros. He's always hated Soros. I don't know exactly the genesis of why, but there's bad blood between the two men. Because, you know, Soros likes to interfere in politics in in foreign countries. I mean, that that's probably the reason why. He probably tried to fool around in Israeli politics. You know, and of course, you know, the use of the word globalist. Now, all of a sudden we see in the United States that the use of the word globalist is automatically determined to be anti-Semitic, which is ridiculous. You know, the old Birch Society wasn't anti-Semitic. Alex Jones isn't anti-Semitic. All, all sorts of people are very Jew-friendly, but they're anti-globalists. So this is the way they try to they try to shut down debate. And in particular, they're trying it worse ever since the synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh, where they've gone full hysterical because, you know, uh, they want to use this as an opportunity not only to institute gun control on the part of Bloomberg, but they want to... Uh, they want to cripple debate in the United States over what the left is and what the left does and their connections to globalism. You know, it's funny. Uh, five years ago, most of the anti-globalists in the world were left-wingers. You know, every time there was a meeting at Davos, every time there was a meeting of, uh, of uh, a huge economic meeting between heads of states, you know, there was always a left-wing riot. But now, unfortunately, uh, you know, there, there seem, the, the left-wing anti-globalist movement has pretty much disappeared. Except maybe in Italy with the five-star movement. That's kind of the exception. Uh, the exception that proves the rule, because the anti-globalist left has completely disappeared. And they're all in with globalism. Gee, I wonder why they're all in with globalism. Hey, perhaps Soros money? Perhaps money from other, uh, from other international financiers? That now they're, they're still left wing in all, in all, uh, in all their ideas except globalism. So this whole global, this whole uh, demonization of the word globalist 
is really an evil and nefarious plot to try to gain control of political discourse in the United States. Frankly, I don't think it's going to work. I think uh, an imbecile can see through this type of nonsense. And I think it's incumbent upon all nationalists and populists and uh, paleoconservatives and right-thinking conservatives that they continue to attack, attack George Soros in print and verbally, that they continue to proudly declare themselves as anti-globalists because, you know, we, we should not be intimidated by these uh, ridiculous tactics. Because it is a tactic, it's not an idea. I mean, left, uh, there's, uh, leftists are stupid. They're, they're, they, used to be, they used to be smarter than they, than they are, but they're not that stupid. And it's kind of a transparent uh, attempt to change the debate, and it's not working. A lot of the stuff they do are, is not working these days. But on that note, I will bring this podcast to an end. This is Cord Cod 1 of Paleoconservative on Steroids, signing off.